Easy on the goods, darling. You're despicable. Sticks and stones, love. I saved your life, you saved mine, the square. Gentlemen, the lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually courtroom uh, dialogue from Johnny Depp's victorious speech as he won today. I mean, yesterday, actually. So, yeah. uh, and, and to welcome everybody to the Skip the Noise podcast. As you know, we're going to be dropping right into this as we are missing the illustrious Benjamin James, who typically keeps us in a somewhat of a format. We just said, fuck it, as we are overjoyed here at Skip the Noise, that the greatest victory has ever happened. And that, yes, they almost caught you, Captain Jack Sparrow. But, but they didn't. They did not, as Amber Heard is responsible for, I believe, even after her countersuit winning $2 million, around $10 million, which is a big deal. Because to prove defamation is very difficult. And to make it liable is even more so. Yeah. So the fact that he won was pretty paramount. And the best part about it, the part that really makes me so happy, is that this particular judgment cannot be done away with through bankruptcy. Wow. So So she has to pay this thing. No matter what. No matter what. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Justice has finally been served in this society. And Johnny Depp was the one who won. So I, I'm super stoked. So I'm super Dude, stoked. Super the, happy the, about this. The evidence against Amber was overwhelming, though. She took a I shit mean, on his bed. She shit on she, his bed. No, well, not <laughs> only that, but she she tried to pin him with domestic violence. Okay, when the cops came over, it didn't work. So what she does, she calls her lawyer friend to give her some advice. Her lawyer friend gives her some advice. They reenact the whole thing and they call the cops again. This is all documented. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's <laughs> crazy. Know? I mean, come on. It, it, what are you trying to do here? That's why she lost, stupid bitch, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying, dude, like she tries to lie about this, you know? Well, I mean. Uh, and she tried to ruin tell. someone's career on purpose. And I think that's the real problem, right? I think, yeah, I think when, okay. So for anyone who's been living under a rock, um, international intergalactic, unbelievable powerhouse actor, Johnny Depp playing everything from Edward Scissorhands to the ninth gate, uh, making a deal with the devil. Ninth, have you ever seen the ninth gate? No, I've never seen it. Oh, fuck. Great movie. Anyways. Stellar actor, stellar everything, 21 Jump Street, the man, the myth, the legend. Johnny Depp um, basically got into a, I guess, into a, I I guess you could characterize it as a shitty relationship with someone even worse (laughs) than he was. And basically, they got divorced. And in the midst of what is known as the Me Too movement, basically got called out by his ex-wife, whose name is Amber Heard, who wrote a series of articles basically saying that he was abusive to her. These articles then basically caused Johnny Depp to lose several jobs, including the one that you heard, the uh, the famed Pirates of Caribbean um, franchise. 
Um, so, and a movement to preserve his character and to basically reclaim his, his name, he sued Amber Heard for $50 million. She, of course, countersued for $100 million because she's crazy. And they had a long drawn out trial. So that, that just to try to catch up anybody who has been living under a rock, Johnny Depp, of course, won yesterday, which was amazing. I actually took time from work to listen to this verdict live. And I, I'm happy <laughs> I did because you know what? It's good to see the good guys win sometimes, right? Yeah. I mean, in, the, in this society of believe all women, you know, um, this is refreshing. This is refreshing for, for men everywhere because we all know. Ben, you know this too. Women can be very toxic. There is such a thing as toxic femininity. And right. it is a hundred times worse um, when it's your wife or your girlfriend or someone you love or your mom. I mean, and it exists. You know, men get the bad rap. When we have commercials talking about masculine, you know, sorry, toxic masculinity. <laughs> you know, it looked like entire, the entire corporate of America uh, was going against men there for a while without addressing women. And uh, anyway, this just goes to show that uh, it does exist. It is out there. We heard it firsthand on, on court under oath, how she tried to pin him with domestic violence and uh, defame him all for a vendetta for no right. reason whatsoever. Right. And, and I, and I'll go more like, and I, I think my concept is of course, it's not just about women. It's about people that are liars. Right. Right. If you break up with somebody, right. It's okay if you talk some shit. Yeah. But to act like they broke laws or were physically abusive, that's just as that's just that's just disgusting. And to do it not only amongst like maybe a small circle or make it into like a rumor, but to publish work that will be seen by the world to do so, it's even more disgusting. I mean, it it, is. she she did horrible things. She had a vendetta against a man who, you know, apparently they had some type of relationship. They, they were in love. A shitty relationship. Her, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, pay the vendetta, fucking try to roast his ass, and he got her back. And so now she's down $10 million. She is, as, as Megan Kelly, Kelly has said, and, some, and several other people, she is unhirable. No, and, no one's going to, yeah. yeah no unhirable. one wants to touch her. It's it's kind of crazy, but no well, one's ever going it. to touch her again. No one's ever think going to it. say that. If you work, if someone, if someone approached you with a, with some work, right? Hey, Ben, you want a job? And you're like, sure. Who's yeah. my partner? Well, this chick. And you know, this chick just got <laughs> sued for liable for defamation. You know, she's a liar. You don't know what she, she might say about you. Right. You're not going to work with her. Well, no. well, the crazy in your career. Thing. Well, have you seen that there's an actual like, you know, the 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 big petition that the there's a petition website. I forgot the name of it. Basically move.org or whatever. One of those one of those on, big yeah. petition things. Liberal they comments, have yeah. four and a half million signatures to get her removed off the Aquaman 2 movie. Oh, they did. Yeah. She's no, not coming you, back. Right, right. But can you believe it? There's 4.5 million people that took the time to sign something to get her off the Aquaman <laughs> franchise. It's fucking amazing. And and it's 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 fucking stupendous. And then what else did I hear? She's just she's she's pretty screwed. But the 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 thing I would like to say is uh, let's hear so and and I'm going to I think it's worth 
exciting. Oh, wait. We're doing real-time uh, verification here? What's going on? Well, no, I want to say uh, her response to the trial. And oh. this was pretty indicative of just how far she went. It's actually very tone deaf because it doesn't, it's very tone deaf. It, it seems like she wasn't at the, her own trial or something. Well, no, she says, she goes, the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Were we watching I'm, the same trial? Right. No, no. Can, I, yeah. Now, this is what she really goes for. I'm even more disappointed with the verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. It's you it, like her mental illness is palatable at this point. Like the, the, the level of delusion that she continues to live in and denial. It, it's almost, it's, 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 it's laughable, but at the same time, it's pretty sad because it was clearly proven and that he didn't do it now did they have a good relationship no but he's johnny Depp. they're fucking doing coke lines of cocaine and and like beating seals to death but that's what they do but was he ever physically abusive to where he was trying to hurt her without consent because lord knows what freaky things those motherfuckers did no but she tried to destroy him and, and if you hear what she said, she's still trying to paint this weird victimhood, even though a jury of 12 of her peers, after a multi-million dollar defense, that's what she had, was a multi-million dollar lawyer defense paid for by Elon Musk, still found guilty. Yeah. And so guess what? Nobody believes you. And if you read, when if you heard the verdict laid down, every story that was published by her, the jury considered it a lie. Yeah. You know what? I want to give some credit to Johnny Depp's lawyer, um, oh, awesome. Vasquez. She yeah. was a she was vicious, man. She went after Amber Heard, like, like you know, objection. That is a Mexican right there. <laughs> yes, bro. dude. She, I mean, she's a Hispanic lawyer, dude. She was a vicious. No, no. I'm going to go ahead and say it. She's Mexican. She fucking took that shit by the horn. So now, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Not only can you hire us to handle domestic issues, <laughs> yard work, but apparently we're really fucking good lawyers at this point. So I, all I'm saying is, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it, she just kept saying objection and hearsay. Objection, yep. hearsay. You know? Oh yeah, she invalidated yeah. half that testimony. Oh Easy. yeah, dude. Oh yeah, it got to the point where Johnny Depp was just like, "Do you want to keep asking me more questions so we can object it?" Yeah, you know? exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then on top of that, I can't tell you how many times he started laughing hearing shit she was saying. It was just laughable. She really did tear her apart. Now I do even say the judge was somewhat kind by giving her the two million dollars settlement for her, but yeah. really I think it was for her to pay her defense. The punitive yeah. damages will always be there. She's fucked royally. Like she's never going to be able to do anything. And and whenever the Vasquez hit her up on the pledge of the money that she got from the divorce, 
And she said, well, I pledged it. Well, did you donate it? Well, I pledged it. Did you donate mm-hmm. it? It, it, it? She just, it, it came down, I think, to the fact that no one believed her. No, no one, no one believed her. Nope. Everyone can see through it, man. Everyone, will see, everyone knows what kind of woman she is. Yes. yes. And you know what? Long live fucking Captain Jack Sparrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you know what? Badass fucking rumor. And, and I know typically we're not into the big entertainment thing, but badass fucking rumor is that Beetlejuice 2 coming out in 2025 will have Wyona Ryder, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? Really? And Johnny Depp will be in. No way. Fuck well, yeah. So Johnny yeah. Depp will be coming back. So it's get ready, movie. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's going to fucking bring him back. Yeah, Burton's going to work with him again. And guess what? We're going to get some fucking crazy shit. So oh, hopefully dude, that's be- Depp doesn't do like mountains of cocaine because, he, you know, he wasn't even in the court. He was in London, uh, you know, fucking performing with a band. <laughs> For the fucking knew he was going to win. And, dude, I, I did, you, did you hear there was like crowds of people outside of his hotel going, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. I mean, it was fucking fantastic. There's no better way to write the ending of this because it's beautiful. And you know what? It makes me feel good because, you know, sometimes a good guy wins. And in a world where we are persecuted and, 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 and destroyed, and I'm not just saying against women, women, you know, that's not even really what i'm saying but by but by entities that abuse pervert and control us it's just nice every once in a while when somebody fucking wins against the bad guy and johnny depp did that and i love it i fucking love it it's fucking awesome so yeah i can't wait cheers cheers. dude i I always think sequels you know from 80s movies are are kind of lame but apparently oh, Top Gun 2 is actually really good. I haven't seen it. You yet. know, I was going to see it. I'm, I'm probably going to see it this weekend. I've heard it's really good. I heard actually That's what heard I heard it elicits like fucking emotional responses and shit. So I was going to see it uh, Sunday, but just didn't yeah. work out. But we're I'm probably going to see it this weekend. But so I was kind of skeptical about Beetlejuice 2. But if you're telling uh, me that Johnny Depp's going to be in there. Yes, sir. And Michael Keaton. Yes, wow. sir. Dude they, dude, they already have the pictures with uh, Wyona Ryder. And fucking holy shit, dude. I'd like to know what the script's gonna be like on that one. I don't know, but they they, they sure as fuck ain't gonna bring fucking uh Baldwin in that one. <laughs> and they do, they're not gonna oh, give him a gun. God. I hope um, not. But uh, I hope they don't. Well, you know, you know, like you know that. who else was in that fucking movie? Gina Davis. What happened to her, dude? She retired, no? Yeah, yeah, I think so, but she was in there. I mean, dude, if you think about the cast for Beetlejuice. It was pretty fucking star-studded. It was a good movie. I don't give a fuck, dude. That's one of my top fives. Barn. Um, I fucking love Beetlejuice. Oh, man. Um, who, the, the lady from Home Alone is in yeah. there, too. Dude, what's that's her honestly, name? I forgot her yeah, name. Um, Beetlejuice. Hold on. I'll show you. Uh, da, da, oh, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Jeffrey yeah, she Jones. Was, she was dude. funny, though. Catherine O'Hara is hilarious in Schitt's Creek. Fuck yeah. Remember the dude who played um, Otho? Oh, Glenn he died Shaddix? though. Huh? He died though. Yeah, I know. Dude, there was a, uh, there was some amazing actors in that fucking movie. It was a good movie. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah. I, I, I people can shit on me all they want, but that's one of my top five. There's oh, yeah, fucking, yeah. there's sweet. that, Three Amigos, fucking right. Fucking dude, when he shoots the Invisible Horseman, there's no greater <laughs> scene than that. Um, 
Fuck. When the Chinese right? Chinese, when the Chinese yeah, yeah, talking yeah. to sing in Bush. Remember, he goes, I don't think he's listening. He shoots. He goes, ah! And the dude falls off the horse. And he goes, you're supposed to shoot in the sky. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots invisible horsemen. Greatest fucking thing ever. So, I, I, I know last week we were very serious. I wanted to see, I thought it was a good way to start off this one with a little bit more happiness before you have to delve back into the shittiness that is the uh, political spectrum and the unfortunate uh, Uvalde situation. But I think we will begin moving on to another mass shooting that had occurred uh, in Oklahoma City. It happened in a hospital. Um, a patient, I don't know, I don't have his name and I won't be saying his name anyways, um, apparently had a dispute with his doctor regarding a back surgery and he needed pain meds. Oh my God. So the day of the shooting, he procured a assault rifle from a local sporting goods store. And literally that's the same day he decided to do. Was he an inpatient? No. He wasn't. So the doctor, so I, I was kind of going over some of the facts of the story. The doctor apparently performed a back surgery on him. And so on May 19th, um, the guy had come back several times calling the doctor and even saw him last week regarding, I think, getting more pain meds because he kept telling the doctor he was in pain. Uh, the doctor, I guess, said no regarding getting more pain medication, at which point that's whenever the man shot the doctor and then killed three other innocent people Um, before himself being taken down. um, The response time thankfully was within five minutes of the situation. And it definitely prevented a lot more deaths as he had a handgun and an assault rifle. So he was willing, he was going to do more damage than, than what had occurred. Luckily these police officers had a spine and reacted the way they're supposed to, and they're trained to an active shooter situation, which was just, just going subdue, there, start, yeah, no, subdue there, the shooter, secure caps. the human beings, subdue the shooter. Um, so that's the latest, right? That another mass shooting, apparently within um, 24 hours of uh, actually, basically, this whole weekend, there was four more mass shootings, you know, and, and of course, the way they clarify mass shootings is more than two people being shot. So there was four more of them this weekend. Um, you know, once again, a tragedy. I don't want to overstep it. Um, we will pray, you know, here, skip the noise. We'll pray for the families Dude, and the victims. Can you imagine, like, someone saying, oh, man, you know, there was a mass shooting at the hospital I was at. Right. And they're Think like, about it. oh, we, wow, we both worked at hospitals. Were you the mass shooter? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> so what's this tumor that I hear about? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, could you imagine that though? You're fucking dude. This is a hospital. You start hearing people getting fucking blasted. People are getting blasted. Where it look, and and once again, I'm probably going to maintain an unpopular opinion. You know, I, I I don't necessarily think that the removal of assault bans. I mean, I don't. There has been some a big liberal and i'm liberal but there's been a big liberal point that once um i believe clinton banned assault rifles that there was a decrease i don't think was so clinton or obama there's a there's well, a 43 percent decrease in mass shootings no there was not 
Lane Columbine. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to quote what they're talking about. Um, my only problem with that is that mass shootings have also precipitately and actual general mass violence precipitately precipitously follows economic downturns also oh, that's true i can see that so if you look back in the early 1900s especially um before world war one there was an anarchist movement because there was a lot of problems with robber barons there was a lot of problems with society being very poor um there was no real workers rights people were basically slaves so there was a massive anarchist movement so they were they, they they didn't have mass shooters, but they had mass bombings. So this is a part of American history that's very rarely talked about was the anarchist movements in the early 1900s. So if you if you chart economic downturns, you will also see that there's quite a bit more violence. I mean, the 80s, um, when the bond market drops out, drops off, you see a massive rise in crime through crack cocaine, drug use, stuff like that. Um, the crack cocaine was put in there by the DA, right? By the yeah, way. which was which was you know to pay for a war. Um, but nonetheless, Can you believe that? I know. So he's, I know they go to black neighborhoods and put crack cocaine in yeah. there and they fund a war with that shit, yeah. dude. And, 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 and no one went to jail. No one went to jail. No yeah. Shit. Isn't that crazy? Well, yeah, shit. Oh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. You'll probably hear me cracking a beer open. Um, but yeah, no, hey, that, but you know, no one went to jail. Cool. This um this shooting in Oklahoma where the doc where the guy gets so pissed off with his doctor, it's not unheard of. Something here in Houston, something similar happened here in Houston. Right. Of course, it wasn't a mass shooting, but right. it was a man who had lost his mom during a, a heart surgery. Yes. Okay. I remember this. Yes, I do remember. Yes. This. And this man held almost like a ten year grudge against his doctor. Yep. And what ended up happening was. This man stalked the doctor and found out he commutes via bicycles from his house to the hospital. Yes, yes. Apparently, he lives in you know, Westview, which is a pretty posh place near, near the medical center. Ballers, ballers. <laughs> <laughs> so, this man uh, rides behind him on his bike as well. One morning, pulls out a gun and shoots him. Yep, and takes off. Right, right. And it almost seemed as if they weren't going to catch him. Dude, I don't see how they would have caught him. Because this man went straight into the neighborhood and got lost in there. I'm pretty right. sure he had a, like a, a car waiting for him or something. Right. Um, but anyway, they found him. And the man never went to trial because he committed suicide upon being captured right. or being surrounded. Right. Um, but apparently people hold grudges against doctors, you know? Um, anyway, it reminds me of that story when you were talking about how this man needed pain meds from his spine doctor. Well, but, um, anyway. well, it, right, and, and you're right. This is one of those situations where that, that unfortunately, the, there's a lot wrong with this situation. Um, there, there, there. People don't realize like surgeries, especially when you put people under. That's one of the problems with putting people under is is mental like um, dissociation. Like individuals who are given, so if you're if you're put under, there's side effects to that. And unfortunately, some people get more than others. So 
We don't know a lot about this particular individual. We don't know what else is wrong. But if somebody was in extreme pain and, you know, apparently this doctor was very good. Um, you know, something uh, was happening. Something, by the way, some, yeah. If you have, if the doctor's telling you to get back surgery, please, please get like second, third, fourth, oh, fifth get opinions. four, get four or five opinions. Okay, and, and, please, and yeah, for sure. For the love of God, do not let anyone open up your open up your spine. Yeah, unless unless I, mean, I can't uh, yeah. think of it. Yeah, unless it's Jesus. Really unless necessary. Jesus comes out with a scalpel and says he's going to yeah. do it, because I'll be quite honest with you guys, there there are there are some um surgeries when it comes to back surgeries that are minor i mean that they're, they're getting better with like disectomies and stuff like that but the ones in regard to like where they're shaving bone oh, the, the, the cheaper ones you, you really want to be very careful and unfortunately this individual probably seems like he had this issue he had a bad surgery he had a bad situation and you know People are and people had to die for it. So, um, hey, by well, the way, on the, yeah, on the subject of school shootings, what the hell's going on with the uh, Ovalde Police Department? Oh, they stopped all I know with is the Texas the, Rangers. Well, the fucking memes alone got them. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, ladies oh, and gentlemen, but I went on a tear in our in the infamous <laughs> text thread that could easily send each one of us into some type of like, like we, we, we would never be able to run for political office if anyone ever saw these, but the memes alone would, would, would make, I mean, if I was a Uvalde police department officer, I would quit just after seeing some of the memes. I mean, it's madness, but yeah, they're no longer cooperating because they fucked up. They fucked up. It, it, it's, it's horrible. And now the latest news is that uh oriando the uh police police, the police chiefs the school police chief Mm -hmm. the city council member and and somehow this guy's holding down like six jobs so someone's getting (laughs) um he said that he didn't know that there was 911 calls coming from the classroom it wasn't being communicated to him so he didn't know that people were still alive in the classroom that's his newest thing. Well, okay. He, he, there's a little bit of a conspiracy theory here yeah. um, that he was indifferent to the situation happening there um, because he was a big Beto supporter. He gave money to the Beto campaign, you know? So in many ways, people are really you know, people. Yes. People in the right wing circles are saying that no. he was indifferent to the situation because he, so i mean i'm just saying that's what they're saying I i'm reporting the news man so. i am just reporting I the news. So. i got i got a better i got a better one we're gonna talk about Go ahead. it not no no though no, we're gonna we're gonna hit that we're gonna hit that in um pardon the back the the, the one we over the one i mentioned oh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah, do that with that that was a fun one but this one uh, that seems like that you know that was not even fun that's a stretch that, well, is that, well, no, the one I'm going to tell you is a fucking stretch. This one just seems lame. I mean, <laughs> is yeah. he a big Beto supporter? Who really supports Beto? Nobody. I really, guy, apparently, no, no one supports Beto. <laughs> if you support Beto, you're an asshole. Um, what, what I think, um, so what I think happened, and as, as you know, now we're going to have to kind of get to the meat and bone of Yavaldi is mismanagement. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of bitch ass cops 
that shouldn't be cops. No. And I, mean, I think that that's something we've all hit on, though. Every time there's been this police brutality thing, we've had this conversation. And I think me and you and Ben have all hit on the fact that police officers, for the most part, are good people. I know a lot of them. They're fucking wonderful. But the ones that aren't are pussies. Yeah. yeah. And they suck because they're afraid. And that fear will cause you to shoot somebody when you don't need to and will keep you or choke somebody right or choke someone when you don't need to and or not save 19 children from dying that i i think that's really the problem how do you do that how do you how do you you sit outside a classroom knowing that there's kids dying how do you do do, that yeah and how do you not commit seppuku the next day i mean how do you have honor how do you have honor how, how do you wake up every morning? Like, don't worry, I'm wrong. I've done some dumb shit, right? I mean, like I, I I've gotten in my wife's car a couple of times, and it, it was low on gas, and I had to fill it up. Um, there's been some times where I, I I I didn't do some things, but to completely, completely, dude, I don't get it. Fuck I your don't whole get it. job up, like. They take an oath. And not only that, to hear children die. I know. Uh, on the other door. There's a, uh, there's someone killing children right on the other side of that door. And yeah. you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. Because so, you don't want to get shot. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean what's uh, the, what was the plan? You, you think the plan was like, hey, um, let's wait until A, there's no more people to shoot. Or B, he runs out of bullets. And then we'll right. go in there. Exactly. So I, 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 I think it's safely say on behalf of STN that fuck you, Uvalde Police Department, because you're a bunch of cunts and you should quit your jobs and let real men do those jobs and women. I'm not trying to be sexy, but real men and women that understand the seriousness that they, they, they don't get to just dress up in tactical gear. You know, and, and give out and, tickets. Yeah, and, get, and go give out a ticket, or or, or, or or break down a door for two hundred dollars in weed, bus. You know, and but yeah, and use the bear cat. Yeah. yeah, use the bear cat. Yeah, we're around the yeah. But whenever your life is really in danger, you don't do anything. So you should be ashamed of yourselves, all of you. Very much be. so. You should be very much ashamed of yourself. And there, and and this is also to go out to all the cops out there. You should not be ashamed of yourself. There's a lot of really good cops that would do what they do. There's a lot of great firemen that run into burning buildings. There's a lot of cops that have gone into the hail of gunfire to save people. You know, it, it's um, it, it's a male instinct to run into danger. I think okay? it is. What kind of stupid? It is. It's a it's a male instinct because that's well, why. Yeah, that's why well, this- and female too, if it's their children. I've seen some women go gangster when their kids are involved, bro. I I don't know. I've seen the opposite. I've seen them stand outside. Yeah. Oh wow. I've I've heard of stories of they just there's a burning fire in the house and they're standing outside just staring, wondering where their kids are. No, no, I've heard of Mama. Don't fuck with mama bears, dude. Mama bears will fuck you up. I mean, I I I imagine you know what? There's probably a spectrum, but I know a lot of women that would fuck people up over their kids. So. But nonetheless, but, uh, yeah. But you know, even my son expresses that kind of of like, "Hey, I want to be a fireman because I want to go into I want to go into the burning house." Yeah. Like you know, you're gonna get burned, right? Like, oh, it's okay. 
<laughs> that's, that's it looked cool. Um, but apparently all the, uh, all the, uh, what is it? All the, the spineless, uh, Uvalde police officers did not have that gene. And so thankfully a off duty border patrol agent who had to get a shotgun from the guy who was cutting his hair to respond to the scene. He had enough balls to do what they didn't. So that crazy. That's, that's the hero. Up, that, that that's a real man. That's somebody that not a man. That's a real human being. That's somebody who belongs to humanity. All the rest of Uvalde Police Department. You should just call. Quit. Yeah, go just quit. Just quit and go find a job that doesn't involve um, people's People lives. <laughs> yeah, or anything, or anything. You know, there, there's plenty of great, um, you know, employment opportunities in the fast food industry. Um, you know, make, learn to code. You know, code code doesn't usually cost people's lives, but do something else. Do something else. So on behalf of the of the Skip the Noise podcast, fuck you, Uvalde police officers. Find a new job and um, yeah, yeah, go walk let's, about. Let's talk about the political repercussions of this. You Biden wants to propose, to propose a ban on assault rifles. Yes. Oh, and and also high uh, high capacity clips, which is something we've heard before. You know, um, this was at shortly after um um columbine or whatnot whenever clinton first proposed that so we've yeah, heard this you know, before the, the problem with banning quote-unquote assault rifles or high capacity is can you define what an assault rifle is well you can't you can't you, you, you can you define can. high capacity high capacity well okay so i being a educated gun owner um you can uh, you can i, I mean i remember so two liberal. two threes two two threes and 7.62 rounds are 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 not very effective at killing animals are big prey they're good at killing one thing that's humans, humans. yeah so the, the, there is assault rifles right i i'm not going to take that away um, you can use two, two, three rounds, dependingly. I mean, you can, you hunt with them, I guess, but it's mainly smaller game, um, varmint blasters, um, 7.62. I mean, not really anything. I mean, yeah, I guess you get some super high velocity ones, but nonetheless, high capacity. They're trying to say anything over 10 rounds, five rounds, things like Dude, that. Dude, you know what? Um, I went to target with my son the other day. Uh-huh. He loves to go to the toy section. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I saw this Nerf gun. Um, that was yeah, a like pump a action. Yeah. It was like a pump action, uh, like a pump action uh, rifle with a scope. <laughs> I, told my son, I was like, dude, I want to get you this. I, I was going to get my son one and myself one. You know, we're going to like just snipe oh, each God. other all day. Oh, God. <laughs> I, bought my, I bought my kid the Gatling gun. Have you ever seen that one? No, what is it? There's a Gatling gun one. Where you hold down is battery powered and it just starts firing <laughs> darts left to right. It's fucking great. So okay, nice. so you, as you could tell, Biden's proposing this this assault rifle ban. Um, look, we definitely have a fucking problem, right? I mean, I think everyone can admit that. That's um, the first step to uh, to yes. recovery. Yes, we definitely have a fucking problem. But how do we solve this problem? Um, I, I don't. Huh? It's multifaceted. Multi yeah. It, but and there's been some serious mistakes. I but I don't think that 
the way the Republicans are taking it's the right way or nor the way the Democrats are taking it, right? Because if you really wanted to stop a problem, you have to deal with it from different ends. And one of them is definitely mental health in this country. And I know that that's a, a thing a lot of liberals hit back on. Oh, but I think there is a serious mental health crisis in this country. And it's something that we need to spend a lot of money on. And Republicans are going to have to just do something other than say it. There right? was a, there, there was a, a hypothesis out there or correlation, basically, saying that the, ma- the increase in mass shootings has, um, has increased with each generation. Okay, think about back to, like, you know, Generation X. We didn't have a lot of mass shootings. The millennial generation, uh, quite a bit more. And it looks like we're about to increase that with uh, Gen Zs, okay? Right. In every step of the way, we've seen a decrease in fathers in the household. So yes and no. Yes and no. I would have to just slightly debate that because I think what I, once again, I mentioned, violence against individuals typically has, it's kind of a cycle. And ladies and gentlemen, we haven't had a, you know, a, a significant war in a while. And unfortunately, human beings are somewhat violent. So there's, there's a bunch of correlations. I, 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 I get you, but I think it's very, very multifaceted versus just a generational increase. Well, I think, I think that uh, fathers are pretty good about spotting when their kids or anyone, and for that matter, is going through a tough time because they've been there themselves too. Well, okay, you, right. But you got to remember 1960. I mean, what the um, so the UT bell tower. Um, hold on. Yeah, so dude, it was, it was uh, clipping people uh, from the top of the UT bell tower. I got that. Yeah, yeah. I think the. By the way, uh, have you read that story? Oh God! The co- there you... was a cop. Yeah. Was a, the cop went up Gangster. there to confront the yes. shooter. He went got up him. the bell. Step by step, he was going up there to confront the shooter. He tagged didn't pussy that. out. Nope, tagged him. I think it was a. Uh, hold on. Um, he didn't pussy out. He didn't. He didn't wait until he ran out of bullets or victims. That man went up the stairs, opened the door, and shot the dude. Yeah, I mean the guy was a gangster. I mean gangster guy. Uh, he literally just went in and took care of it. Yeah, that's anyway, exactly right. Anyway, but go ahead. but if you think about it, mass shootings kind of were big i mean look at bonnie and clyde these were mass shootings remember we used to glorify they are criminals in that sense too what no but still we glorify them look at billy the kid um look at all these people so i wouldn't necessarily i i while i get what you're saying I, i just think that there's a serious issue with individuals because we used to glorify these serial killers now we don't really as much you see what i'm saying because if you think about yeah. billy the kid bonnie clyde um doc holiday white Earp, all these guys are fucking serious killers yeah yeah but um they were outliers yes they were outliers. most so so the most of these mass shooters are outliers, i mean right? i don't know you had four of them this past week i mean right are they really outliers now well, we got, I remember it's just a do, matter of time. We do have 400 million people in this country now versus in the 1800s, they yeah. had, you know, 70 million or 50 million, if that. Yeah. So, I mean, things do increase, but, but nonetheless, yes, continue. Like, 
how do we deal with it? How do we deal with, do, do we take, take, do we take people's rights away? No. Right. And I, and I, and I, and I'm going to have to, I, as a liberal person, I know this is something that will probably piss off other liberals, but I don't believe that that's the way you deal with problems. Um, if I, if I, if my, if my child or, or, or anybody, if you take away the source of the offender, that's not really teaching anybody a lesson. Or that's not really the, the real problem. The real problem is the mental aptitude around guns. Now, that's also now where Republicans are fucking around because should there be more background checks? Yes. Should there be some type of mental altitude test? Something. Yes. What about uh, red flag laws? Red flag laws too. I mean, if you've committed domestic violence, fuck you. You do not need a gun. If you can't control yourself around your family, you're a piece of shit. You don't need to have a gun, right? Yeah. At all. These are common sense measures that will take care of a majority of gun violence because people don't realize a majority of gun violence is not mass shooters. What is it? Everyday shooters. Everyday guys who go and shoot other people because they got cut off on the freeway. And, oh, yeah. And, and oh, guys yeah. who got mad because his wife didn't, you know, made baked beans instead of refried. Or oh, some bullshit. Me too. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get a gun right now. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So that's the majority of, of, of gun violence. It's not just mass shooters. It's everyday shooters. And the way you're going to help deal with that is by, I think, some of these laws... And so I think Republicans need to start really being, they need to stop sucking the NRA off and they need to stop sucking off these dumbasses who say, you can't take my guns. Right. But we should make sure that the people that have guns, in particular, certain guns, need to have a little bit of an aptitude test. I mean, you need to take a fucking test to drive a car. Well, Here's the argument to this. <clears throat> the argument is that this mass shooter from Ovalde already had, we already have laws in place that they were broken by him. They were not respected. For one thing, he didn't have a driver's license, yet he managed to drive a vehicle. He brought a weapon onto school grounds, which is not allowed. Right. And um, yeah, he shot people, which is, of course, against the law. Definitely. So. So um, there were laws that were broken, but this guy who didn't give a shit, apparently. And so what happens is when you create laws to, quote unquote, stop this sort of thing, all you're doing is handcuffing the people, the good people that are having guns. Because this guy just showed up and broke three different laws already that I've mentioned to you without even having to do an investigation. Just what we know from the cameras. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. oh and he shot his he shot his grandma. So, yeah, that's that too. Who shoots her grandmother? What a dick. I know, um, dude. You're I know. Really I get you. I get Come you. On. There's laws and impediments, right? But I think the, one of the biggest thing is is that he was 18 years old and was allowed to buy an assault rifle. I mean, fuck. What the fuck is that about? Like, we can differentiate hunting rifles and assault rifles, right? Single action bolt weapons, like um, like hunting rifles. Well, 18 year olds should be able to buy. Right, I think that that's okay. Yeah, but a but multi semiotic, uh, semi automatic rifle should not be allowed to be purchased until you're 21 at least. I think I, I think you're right. Um, 
you know we what I'm shouldn't ban assault rifles but if you're going to buy a rifle that would be considered assault you should you should go through a, a tougher background check well yeah uh, o- only because the second amendment doesn't say you should have rifles for hunting it says you should have i mean you should, guns for hunting it means right. you should have guns for the, the general protection right um Right. But then so, they were shooting muskets back then. You know, yeah. It's a big difference. <clears throat> I mean, we we can't really rely on federalism and the understanding of the Constitution to really protect gun rights because they were talking about single shot rifles that took, you know, on a good with a good platoon of trained soldiers took, you know, at least 45 seconds to 50 seconds to reload. Right now we're talking about like, you know, I can dump, you know, you can dump a full 30 round clip in a, in, in, in seconds. And that's if you're tra- tactically trained, you can have another clip in there within another second. You know, yeah, bump stocks and shit. I mean, you you could really you could really shoot some, you could really drop some rounds. So I think it's a little bit different. But I don't think that that's enough reason to take away people's guns. I don't think that's enough reason to suppress people. But I do think it's common sense to not let 18-year-olds have them. Right? Yeah. I mean, they can't, 18-year-olds can't even fucking smoke cigarettes. You have to be 21. Well, you can't drink alcohol. Exactly. No, no, no. You can't buy cigarettes unless you're 21 either. Really? Yes. But we're gonna let these we're gonna let eighteen year olds buy assault rifles. Come on, man. I th- I think there's there's some common sense shit that the NRA and you know Republicans you are gonna have to deal with. It has something to do with the fact that you can enlist in the military at eighteen, and so they're thinking, well, if you can enlist in the military at eighteen and shoot a gun. Why don't you just buy them out here anyway? Nope, 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 nope. I think it's because the NRA has such a powerful lobby. They know that there's a, just a lot of jacked up 18-year-olds who want to have an AR-15. It's just about profit. I don't think it's about freedom. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, you have to be 21 to buy a handgun. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck off. I mean, just 21 to buy an assault rifle. Now, hunting rifles, I think there can be an easy designation for a hunting rifle. Yeah, it's very like easy. 16 and 17 to go buy a hunting rifle. Yeah, ball yeah. action. Cool. Single shots. Dude, that's how Great. I learned how to shoot guns. You know that? My dad yeah. had like four bolt action. Those are dope. Uh 22 and 22 Magnum rifles. Yeah, those are great. I used to, my dad used to, yeah, that's <laughs> how I learned. The first rifle I shot on was a 22, uh, 22 long range. It was great. It was 22 Winchester. Yeah. I still actually have it. Actually, actually, I actually have that weapon. My my I fought my I fired my first Toronto. My my um, brother had a 3030 um he had a 30-30 pump action, like the ones that um, you put your, your your hand through it and you you push down for the next bullet. I, too, have one of those. I love that rifle. It's a yeah, great rifle. It's older. Awesome. It's a, it's a, a lot of them are from the uh, 70s. But I, too, yeah. I, I do actually have a 30-30. Uh, yeah, those are great guns. But nonetheless, we, we need to have some common sense about some shit. And, you know, if you're 18, you shouldn't be able to buy them. Also, I think that there needs to be... Um, you know, there needs to be some more taxes probably applied to weapons. Yeah, I, I've heard nice. I heard a good I heard an idea and it's from um he's a he's actually a, I think he's running for judge or he may be a judge in Houston. He's a Republican judge in Houston. Um I went to high school. Well, I went to we went to the same high school. I don't know if I went to high school with him necessarily in the same grade year, but 
Um, he proposed, uh, Eastland's his name, he proposed a one cent per bullet tax. Um, what that could hmm. be used for is for prevention. It could be used for to help fund some of the mental health that we need in this country. And at the same time, it could be, it's just another source of, of, of um, some type of income to help at least at the very least the victims of gun violence. Something needs to be done, right? The, 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 we need this help. We need, the we problem need to with taxes helping. though, is that they start off with one cent a bullet. By the time you know it, it's 30 cents a bullet. Right. You know? No, I get you. Dude, That's a problem I'm, with taxes. I'm with you, but at the same fucking time, something needs to stop this shit. We need to stop having these crazy people do this shit and they're doing it and they keep doing it. Did I mean, you hear at Berkeley high school, they busted a kid who was going to walk in with several hundred rounds and bombs. Hmm. It's it, this is, this is not going to stop anytime soon. And we need real Chris, things. Chris Rock said it, said it best. He goes, we don't need gun control. We need bullet control. Right. That was when you shoot yeah. somebody five thousand like, dollars per bullet. You were like, been like man, you wasted a bullet in that guy. I wonder what he did to you. Yeah, it's like you really wanted, man. I love that. That's one of the best bits. He's like, oh, man, fuck. You don't really think about it. It's like, do I? Damn, this is a five thousand dollar bullet. Do I really want to shoot this motherfucker? <laughs> so I feel you. I feel you. But something needs to be done, and I really think that. Um, I really think you can control this situation better. If we increase age, um, assault rifles carry a special certification. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think open carry of handguns and stuff like that, I'm not a big fan. But handguns are handguns. But a further certification for assault rifles, I think, is a big deal. I think that that, that if you are choosing to buy an AR-15, R-A-S-K-S, AK-47, MPK-5, whatever, um, that you get a special certification. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? I think that yeah. that 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 you differentiate because you know in order to buy an automatic weapon, you have to do the same thing. Silencers, thing like that, you have to have special classes. Why don't we do that for them? So, you know, but but the reason why that they don't want to is about money. These 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 gun manufacturers and the NRA have huge lobbies, and they don't care about about public safety. So I think that's that's where a lot of it is. But that being said, um, one day hopefully we'll have right. some sponsors that we can play during their breaks. So uh, we don't have one yet, but I, I imagine the illustrious Benjamin James will find something sweet to play and it will be banging and it will make you thirsty for some more. So uh, we're going to take a little break, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be right back. We are back for another party in the back edition of Skip the Noise podcast. And today we're going to catch up on an old, well, relatively old story because this happened about, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago. Which one? Um, the, the Senate hearing or the uh, congressional hearing uh, regarding UAPs. It was, you know what? I started listening to this and 
it was refreshing to hear something civil come out of a Senate here, uh, a congressional hearing <laughs> for the first time in a for really the first time. time. Usually you have the Democrats throwing softball questions at their, at their dude. And then the Republicans are like hammering them. Usually it happens with, you know, uh, Mallorcas or whatever. But in this case, they were um, both asking some very good questions that were nonpartisan, not gotcha questions um, to the military members right. of the military who are in charge of investigating UAPs. Right. And there seemed to be some real interest in both parties uh, about this. Hmm. And um, if you remember the first UAP hearing, yeah. you know, we we're kind of upset because we we're like, man, nothing happened. No one revealed anything. Basically they were basically asking Congress for money to uh, standardize the reporting process. Right. And to, um, come up with new equipment and, and surveillance methods to detect UAPs. So nothing really came out. We were expecting this report to be a bombshell. Right. And this one, although it didn't have any bombshells, it, it was far more interesting because at this point they've gathered some information about these UAPs that we didn't know of before. Right. Okay. Um, one of the things that, that was striking to me about this UAP thing was how they don't think that there's any anyone manning these things. Right. You know, these tic-tac-shaped UFOs coming out of the water and, and you know, um, flying in the sky and so forth. They don't think that there's anything inside of them because their instruments aren't reading any life signs inside of them. Right. Okay. So that was very interesting to me. It's like, okay, well, whatever is creating these things and sending them to earth or making them appear in the sky it's a drone, essentially. Right. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that, yeah. to me, that would be the only way they could actually do it, right? Well, yeah. And the, my my question was always, well, if they engage one of these things and they shoot it down, are we going to mm-hmm. find a little green men? And the answer is probably not. We're no. just going to find some alien technology inside of it, or some sort of technology that's foreign to, um, you know, whoever shoots it down. But we're not going to find any living beings in there. No, which is I, extremely I, I interesting. Yeah, I, I, and I, you know, I'm right, right with you because I don't think we will. I think what we'll end up at the very, if we're very lucky and we actually do find something like that, it's going to be like what we would do, right? Because at some point you have to realize like biological life traveling across the stars is a difficult proposition because of the amount of radiation, danger, um, you know, everything. Yeah, You know, keeping something alive that's biological for thousands of years would be very difficult. So I, I really do think that wh- whatever we do find will be some type of alien species. I don't think it's going to be anything be biological. It's going to be some type of like least. computer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, some type of drone. And so another thing that they were talking about um, that they questioned, which is something that I've always thought myself, I've always wondered myself, one of the one of the congressmen asked, have you ever uh, um, used any kind of uh, artillery on this, on, on trying to fire on them? Right. And the answer is no, they've never tried to fire on these things and try to bring it down. Right. And then another one, another interesting point was, um, have you ever tried to make contact with them, with these ships right. uh, or with, with these, you know, with these drones? Um, you know, when you see one, when you spot one in the sky, do you ever send a radio signal saying, Hey, you're interfering in, in military airspace or identify yourself. 
And apparently, no communication has ever been attempted with this with them. That's weird. No, yeah, no radio communication has been attempted. When like normally, you would want to tell people, "Hey, assholes, yeah, uh, we got something going on here, so you're going no, to no, get no, shot no. down, right?" Yeah, so, or something like, "Hey, you know, you're you not. This isn't your flight path, or you're in the wrong flight path. Please identify yourself, or something like that." Right, exactly, and um, that has never been attempted ever. That, that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, the, wouldn't that be the first thing you'd want to do? You I know guess what I'm they figure they figure, hey, you know, this is strange and not human, or Which so we're not even gonna no try to contact to me. That makes yeah. no sense at all. Like, why I, would you not be like, hey, uh, how are you guys doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like what's happening? Instead, I don't know. Here, let me transmit this in all frequencies and see if you if it responds. Yep, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I understand you don't want to use you don't want to use any armaments uh, in trying to shoot these things down. I get that part, but in you know communicating with it, talking to it, you know, try to send a a, 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 some sort of a message and, and whatever frequency you think it might be in. It's weird. They haven't done that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like that does not make makes sense to me like i i don't get how how you wouldn't have at least reacted to this right like i don't know that that, that that's weird that's weird to me that's weird that doesn't make was, any sense um, to me huh and you, and you know the good thing about this these guys that were on uh, on the um congressional hearing the, the members of the military who were who were reporting back to the congressman right um the it was refreshing to see that they were pretty open with what they were saying. And the only thing that they would refer back to closed session was methods. They wouldn't talk about methods. You know, they asked him uh, if we had equipment in the ocean to detect UAPs and they didn't, they said, okay, we'll talk about that in closed session. And I get that. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, they were talking about um, just basically that's what they refer, but everything else was answered uh, in real time. And honestly, as to the best of their ability, they weren't being coy about their information either. Um, unless it had to do with methods. Right. But uh, it was kind of funny to see how um, there was a general there. I forgot his name, but he kept saying that uh, not only does he get questions from members of Congress, but he gets questions from his family also about the very same thing. <laughs> and their questions are usually harder to answer. Um. Because his family also, you know, they know what he's involved in. And so they ask him questions too about UAPs. And he says a lot of times he doesn't know. Yeah, he's, he, he's he, just, he has no fucking idea. Um, he has no idea either. But he said that it's, uh, you know, he recognizes that it's innate human behavior to want to learn more about these things as right. they come along. So he's doing his very best to get as much information as he can. But it, it, the feel that I got from the congressional hearing was that they are moving in the right direction. You know, they are, their equipment is now gears. They now have equipment to detect more radio, more radio frequencies uh, from these things. They can also detect um, radio frequencies and heat, heat signatures. Now they didn't used to have that ability before. Really? But, yeah. Really, they didn't have the ability before to detect radio frequencies coming out of these things or um, or heat signatures. Really, yeah, huh? And now they do. So, one of the questions that they were asking was, um, 
what so I'm not, they were asking a question and if I remember correctly they were able to detect when this thing powered up and and flew away their equipment their 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 sensitive equipment was able to detect that these things emitted a radio frequency prior to um uh basically fleeing or blasting away really yeah so you see in the camera how the ufo is just standing still and then it just zooms by and their equipment was able to detect that it is throughout a burst of radio frequency before it did that so that's interesting to know because now it gives you an idea a better idea of their technology that's in there huh well now, I mean, no, they definitely knew what was happening right yeah they they knew what was happening there was because you know you look at these things on camera and you don't know when they're going to power up but apparently people in the air force or on who detect these things now know when they're about to power up because they throw out the radio frequency. Well, then it, it definitely lets you know that they're fucking what's it called that it did that, that they're there. There's some type of like communication there. There's, they're, they're definitely some type of drone. There's right? some sort of intelligence there. Right. Now there's the crazy sort of part is it, what happens if that intelligence is like uh AI? I mean, that that's the one thing we don't understand is, you know, and I and I always like this. Uh, the one thing I do enjoy sometimes about Rogan talking about is how he explains how human beings are kind of like the sexual organs for the robot for robots. <laughs> like we are creating <laughs> our our replacements, you know, with AI stuff like that. So you almost kind of wonder if every single sentient civilization is graduation from organic to mechanical. So oh, you got to think that you got to think that whoa. Like maybe that's what the real evolution of a species is, is to some type of mechanical thing. So these drones could be sentient too. These, these drones, while we think they're drones are actually the alien, the visitor, because their civilization has expands to the point to where they realize that, you know, biological life forms are actually kind of a downgrade, right? Maybe, or maybe their uh, species eventually died off and uh, AI just started creating itself at, the, at some point. Right, that and that's also a very, very, very understandable. Like that, if you think about that, that's a big. That could easily be the the actual point. Yeah. So I, I think it's cool. I mean, I, I fuck, dude. I I encourage everyone to listen to this congressional. It's still on YouTube in its entirety. That's cool. Um, yeah, I, I I started listening. By, I started listening little clips of it, and I was like, man, this is interesting. So I pulled up the entire thing. It was maybe like an hour and a half long. Right. And I kept it in the background. And some of the questions, dude, and some of the things to reveal was extremely interesting. There were no definitive answers. They don't know where these things are, where they're coming from, or what they're doing here. Right. But the fact that they're able to detect, now they're able to detect certain things more than just visual um, about these drones. Well, for one thing, that there's nobody inside of them. And number two, that whatever mechanical f- functions they have inside of these ships Right. Um, does emit radio frequencies, much like mechanical engines here on Earth. Right. Okay. So it's very interesting. I was like, wow. Like well, to listen only to. Thing that I would say that is a little sad and disappointing about the fact that they actually do produce radio frequencies is that radio frequencies would mean a local operator. I don't know. Yeah, you know I'm saying because Maybe. yeah, I remember information. In order to be like shot across the galaxy, 
wouldn't be in a it would have to be in some type of like um subspace quantum like you know what i'm saying communication method so if they just pop up a radio signal almost sounds like oh they're kind of but, local right but the radio signal can come from mechanical too yeah i mean no unless there's more more of them around yeah I yeah mean, i guess a, a real signal doesn't have to be because it's remote controlled a real signal can come from i don't know some sort of a, of a propulsion system right that emits these kinds of things when it's powered up okay i get you i get you, you know? okay yeah no, i got you so, because we don't know what the propulsion system is but it's incredibly agile Oh, it's super advanced. I mean, we're yeah. talking about some shit that I mean, the 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 one the one video we keep saying was the one where you know it goes from fifty thousand feet to five, yeah, within seconds. So we're talking about some wild propulsion ability. So yeah, no, I get you, I get you. So we we don't know exactly how fast or what these things are, but we definitely know one thing, and that these fucking things are unexplained, and it could They're be drums. us. It could be another, you know, it could be somebody in our neighborhood. You know, we could, <laughs> we have quite a few, um, quite a few neighbors and, and foreign rivals who are definitely coming up with stuff. But some of this stuff does seem a little beyond what we are. Cause I mean, I, as much as people try to say something, we are still the big dogs on the block, right? I mean, America yeah. still has the best toys. We have the best guns. We have the best everything. So, well, you know, second to that is ta- the Taliban now. So, <laughs> so America number one, Taliban number two. Uh, fucking it's... Taliban, man, they're moving on up. But I, I, I but I, I, I think they're going to have some serious issues with adopting new science when they don't even have science. After so. after the Taliban, then we we'll start moving to. Uh, it's no longer countries. Now it's just continents: Europe, <laughs> so Asia. Stupid. <laughs> so it's America first, <laughs> Taliban second, then it's Asia, then it's Europe. And that's <laughs> when the podcast started falling apart. Number five um, is South America. No, we don't even South talk about the countries anymore. Oh my God. So, <laughs> we just well, 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 you know, we, we, not necessarily a country, but you brought up something kind of interesting. I, I really wanted to kind of delve into this regarding. Our, our wonderful uh, state capital, Austin, and some AI. What, what, what's oh, up with that? Oh, yeah. Dude, okay. So so uh, those liberal commies at the University of Texas. <laughs> liberal Austin. commies, hey. You mean <laughs> the people that are going to save the universe? Thank you. No, well, okay. Um, they've been, okay, so back in 2016, they, cut, they discovered an enzyme that eats up, well, bacteria that eats up plastic. Right. Okay. Now this bacteria have of course had limitations. One, it was a bacteria, right? Right. And two, they would decompose this plastic, but at a very small, slow rate. Okay. okay. And for the condition, there had to be conditions met for the bacteria to effectively work uh, in breaking down this plastic. Okay. Uh, I believe it had to be like a sub-zero temperatures. Um I don't know. It had to be some sort of extreme temperature. I don't know, sub zero or, or, or really high, maybe 100 right. degrees Celsius. I don't know. But anyway, the bacteria had to be in, in an environment, and basically, the bacteria harvested this enzyme within itself that would break down this plastic over time. And there was a very exciting discovery. Right. Okay. But it was not very practical. Okay. Because 
the amount of plastic that we're producing as a society versus the 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 rate of decomposition with this bacteria, it wasn't going to work. Okay. Right. So what these guys did at the University of Texas at Austin was they created they used an AI algorithm on their computers. Okay. Okay. And they fed this uh, the design the structure of the enzyme to this AI. Okay. And they set certain parameters. It had to work um, at ambient temperatures. It had to work without the bacteria. It had to, um, and it had to be compact too. It couldn't be a very large enzyme because if it's too large of an enzyme, it's going to break down very quickly. So it's not very stable. So it had to be stable. Okay. Okay. So they fed these parameters to this AI and they said, okay, now make make this enzyme better. And this, the AI actually accomplished that. Really? It re- yes, it had um, it replaced nucleic acids within within the protein structure, and it created something like twenty seven thousand different algorithms per second on each of these enzymes to to make it stable and to make it more efficient, and it had accomplished that this year. So now, based on this new enzyme that they've created, not only is it stable, but you can actually decompose. Um, a tray of plastic within 48 hours Whoa. at ambient room temperatures. Whoa. Really? Yes. It perfected the enzyme so well, so efficient that this now has a real chance of making it. And so you can, you don't have to use bacteria anymore. This enzyme works by itself because it's stable at air at regular temperatures. Really? So yes. So you don't have to, an overgrowth of bacteria. It's not like you're going to have the bacteria eating the plastic. And you're going to have too much of this bacteria. Now we're going to have another problem. Now we can use this, this enzyme, synthesize it, have it stable, and it can, it can decompose an entire tray of plastic within 48 hours and break it down to 98% of recoverable components. Oh, dude, this AI did so well it accomplished so much it, it, it advanced this field by at least 10 years one that's ai crazy. computer yeah that's crazy can huh. you believe that shit that no i can't i mean i mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying i mean i believe you no i believe what you're saying but, but that's fucking madness that's madness of- it took a concept and it completely not only got it made it better it yeah it, it completely made it better it excelled in it exactly. So now, hopefully, within the next five to ten years, this this enzyme will become mainstream. We can get take all the plastic in the world, mm-hmm. break it down within forty eight hours, and create and get ninety eight percent reusable components. So we can recycle it. So, but so uh, so not to not I don't want to shit on that parade, but that's one thing that that that's a serious issue with recycling right now on plastics is the fact that you know when we break down and recycle plastics, we have so much plastic waste in our environment. Like basically all of us are plastic. Yeah. They're starting to find plastics in our bloodstream. Well, no, we do for sure. So all of us are partially plastic at this point. Um, With that being said, um, you know, a lot of people question the, 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 the validity of actually recycling plastic to remove it from the, you know, from the system or not only from the system, but to try to, as a reusable source, but that's some wild stuff, man. I, I, I think that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy how the AI is able to do that, but that might be 
where AI will always excel, right? Because AI well, can see limitless possibilities, especially if you start thinking about quantum computing and AI. Well, here's the thing about AI. Um, up to this point, AI has been, you know, it's been a thing of fodder, basically, only some enthusiasts. Because think about what AI has been doing up to this point. Right. Oh, it can converse with you like a normal human. Who the fuck cares? It can compose music. Oh, wow. Big whoop. Um, right. It plays chess. It's a big deal. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it learns. I mean, I get that part. You know, we don't need it to play chess or make music. We need it to solve problems. No, we need it to play chess, dude. <laughs> okay, fuck. But, okay, not all of us have friends that we can play chess with, okay? <laughs> but... The AI has successfully, now they're using AI to apply to science and make actually real advancements that are, that may push, you know, humanity years ahead of its time. So imagine if they they took AI Mm -hmm. and they use AI to make a propulsion system for space and say, okay, AI, we, we got these, these, these concepts in physics. Okay, we have these uh, parameters that we've discovered. Make a propulsion system that's going to work, or some sort of a calculation that's going to make a propulsion system work from A to Z. It'll get us there in half the time. Well, the question is: Is do you think they? I mean, don't you think they've already done that? I don't know. I don't I, think I so. Mean, I, I mean, haven't for seen me, it yet. You would think that, you know, and I'm not. I'm not. I agree with you. I think, yeah, as soon as we start doing things like that, I mean, we start asking them those questions, but you don't you think they've done that? Or like, hey, AI, what's the most deadliest chemical we can make? Yeah. You know, or what's the fastest? So yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think we probably have probably even gone a little further. So while we while we're talking about them making plastics, they probably made a lot more shit. I mean, so I, I think that's cool. I think over the next five years, you're start seeing a lot more advancements like that. Well, yeah, problem solving. AI problem solving is probably what one of the most, I mean, that's that's the whole point of it. And that's what I was trying to say. You imagine the processing power we have now. I think that some of the, I saw this in a passing article where they, we, the United States has the fastest processor performing like 15 quintillion, quintillion, uh, or something like that, um, operations within a second or something, something like that. Something I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine when we go with quantum computing, which actually they've made some some breakthroughs with the transfer of data and the transfer of data between a node between one and the other, where quantum basically is limitless. It's it's limitless. There there isn't a binary understanding of data whatsoever. Data can be anything. So. Yeah, I mean, imagine once we get to that point. I mean, really, the whole thing is once we get there, now think about a quantum computer being able to take the knowledge of the universe <laughs> and applying yeah. it to every problem. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's cool. I dig it, man. I, I, dig it. I would like to see AI handle the presidency to, oh, s- to a certain extent. No, you do not. Because no, no, I do. That efficiency can be deadly, bro. No, no, the presidency. Yeah, the presidency, yeah. the office of the president. Dude, I don't know, bro. I don't think because I want. I don't think I want fucking a can opener, fucking making the decisions. <laughs> oh, neither can openers. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about not everything, but hey, like economics. You tell the you tell the AI, look, man, these are the situation on the ground. You know, we have. <laughs> I need you to make the economy better. 
Okay, beep, beep, boop, boop, you know, and then no, it's, uh, it's like creates... beep, beep, boop, boop, must, <laughs> must crash your economy. <laughs> Everyone must then kill each other, therefore removing people from the world. No, dude, I don't. And that could happen. Hey, it, it could happen. Yeah, okay, bro. It could happen. a population or something. Everyone's fucked afterwards. I, I don't think this is, I don't like this idea because I'm being quite honest like with you. I'm a little terrified. Of, of how this is going to end up and uh yeah no i'm not you know normally I'm, uh, I'm i'm with you on some things but this one i'm not i don't want the uh the super duper power computer telling me what the fuck i can and cannot do we have enough problems right no 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 anyway, i mean problems. come on uh, look dude uh, we got biden as president right now and then oh, to number two we got kamala harris can it get worse no it can't we need an AI. Oh, an AI would be far more superior in intelligence than these two morons. It could be better. It could be better. That's all I'm saying. It could be. It could be. And our AI, our AI master computer that's going to run the universe could probably figure out all the problems we have. I but think so. I think so. I'm not ready for this because I don't I want, want it. To. it to destroy our our whole universe for these things, it's, but, dude. We are we are past that point already at this at this juncture. I'm pretty we sure. Really I don't think we're there yet. But no, we, we I can be. see the cliff. I can see yeah, the well, cliff. Well, it's it's on the horizon. I, I see it. I, I am the eternal optimist, and I do not see this cliff yet. So <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're not as close to the cliff as one thinks, but. At well, the same gotta, time, you I understand. Ahead. You're, really. looking, you're looking to the side. You, you got to look straight ahead. Yeah, we're kind of fucked. So um, I get that part too. But I think uh, I think for the evening, I think we're going to lock this one up. I think the AI computer is telling us it's time to wrap it up or it's going to exterminate us as we, be, as we slowly become more and more less efficient. Um, we do miss Benjamin James. I think uh, hopefully he'll probably, probably be able to join us next week. It's just scheduling, folks. Uh, you know, we all we all hold down full time gigs, so sometimes it's yeah. hard for all of us to be on. Um, We're not like those jackasses who make eighteen thousand dollars with white noise. Yep, yeah, but we will. Well, well, hold on. We if you can't beat them, <laughs> join them. So maybe we'll have these skip the noise <laughs> noise channel. So if you if you're having problems, go to sleep. Maybe we can help you out with that. Anything to help pay the bills. I think um, I think I'm gonna create, milk prostitution, huh? I want to create a podcast where I'm snoring. And you know what? We will be involved in this venture because, ladies and gentlemen, we need to pay the bills. But um, but speaking of that, if you could please fucking please go on to iTunes, one of those fucking places, and write a positive review or a review. Uh, it would help us because remember, <laughs> the review. more reviews you write us, it actually gets us more attention on the podcasting platform. So please write us a review. It takes 10 seconds. You put five stars. You say, you know, Rick has a big dick and uh, Mexican Nostradamus is a fucking genius. And there you go. And you and you did your good deed for the week. So please, if you guys get a chance, please uh, rate, Maybe, review you know what? Score. Even if it's just a review, even a bad review. No, 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 some, no, no. I don't no, want no, get, fucking bad. Reviews. I want, no, I want no, constructive no. criticism. I want okay, to see well. where we where we are deficient, and then make, oh. make it, we can make it better. Okay, and, I and, am and humble enough to realize that we're not perfect. 
Well, I, I'm not saying we're not perfect. I'm not saying we are. You're perfect. saying we're super perfect. That's well, what we're you just said that before the show. Well, yeah, I did. But you know what? We're not supposed to mention the things say before the show. So thank you, Rick, for <laughs> fucking that one up. But no, seriously, folks, please rate, review us. Um, we're going to keep doing this thing as much and as long as we possibly can. But we do ask for your help in doing that thing. So please um do that and then if you have any any um ideas or if you yourself have been doing any type of investigations or are looking into um political stuff and you'd like to be a guest on the show let us know and uh send us an email at the email that uh, benjamin james will probably put in post-production something skip the noise dot dot four seven no 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 skip underscore noise underscore the at gmail basically the, the longest most difficult fucking email to remember <laughs> that's it um but yeah but seriously folks if you do have questions or if you do have even or if you've done something that you'd like to talk about and you're a subject matter expert we would definitely enjoy a conversation with you but after all this begging for love respect and more involvement um you guys have a good night and we'll see you next week yeah.